The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me an advice show for the modern era, man. I'm Justin McElroy, uh, and uh, you're listening to the show. I'm I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Pull up Griffin. a chair. Okay. The beach is fine. Dig your toes in the sand. Come yeah. away with me. Okay. It's five now, Justin, somewhere. help me remember. You were in North Carolina or South Carolina or Jamaica? <laughs> I was in Georgia. Okay. Ivy Island, Georgia, man. George Jamaica. I'm still on island time. Listen, guys, Jamaica is just a state of mind and a country, I think, or a common. I think it's a commonwealth. There's nothing common about Jamaica, Griffin. Yeah, Um, around here, it's always island time. Yeah, I'm still like. Are you still completely? Yeah, you're still coming down. It sounds like because I don't. Yeah, I've got like a shrimp belly for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's still going. I hit the crab shack. You know I had to get up on that. I ate at a gastro pub inside a gas station that I don't think was using gas at tro pub as like a pun. I don't think it was yeah. being punny, even though it was again kind of inside kinda, a gas station. Kind of sounds like you did go to a sheets, Mon. No, Mon, I didn't. That was a. I was on island time. Still got the <laughs> sand of the waves in my hair and uh, the ocean. I, it's you like still I have, have sand a, in your hair. I have like a permanent conch shell, like embedded con- in like, your sh- embedded in your chest. If you imagine like conch shell headphones that you just put on, like that's <laughs> I <can>. me right now. <laughs> if you could just Photoshop me wearing conch shell headphones that I just invented, yeah, um, that's me right now. And I'm maybe using time. a coconut radio. Uh, yeah. Maybe you've got to you hear it on the coconut telegraph. That's one of my JB songs. That so, I was really grooving to down there. Sure, you got a seaweed skirt and pruny sure. pruny balls. Sure. <laughs> you ever see Gilligan's Island? I was all of those guys. Um, just beach time is over. I'm glad you had a good trip. It sounds like you had a really good trip, Mon. But beach time is over. We're, it's work time now, because Travis and I had to hold down the fort by ourselves. I can't just make that transition. I can't just pivot onto that and just, like, get on, like, I I guess this is a job now. I, we get money for it's it. It's time so to button up your podcasting suit and and clock in at MaximumFun.org. Old what? man Jesse... He's breathing down your neck to put out my, a podcast. But my problem is when you podcast, no one can hear what a great tan I got and yeah. how good I look right now. Well, why don't you describe it to us? Pale white like a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine a dead ghost. That's me. That's um, me right now. I'm so- I was last night. I have to make a trip in two days, like because it's a nine hour, ten hour drive. And we have a baby, which makes it like a fifteen hour drive, and we're just not doing that. So we have to. Your make baby a trip is some sort of your baby is a knowing. I've traveled with the Chuckster a couple times now. The beautiful, yeah. beautiful child, beautiful child, gonna grow up to be a beautiful adult. Lots of promise in that human being. Um, she is a singularity through which mm-hmm. time is devoured and then barf yes. back up twice as. How long. long did it take? When did we leave? We did what should have been a four-hour drive today in six and a half hours. Anyway, we split it up two days. Last night, I was in beautiful Statesville, North Carolina. Let me hear you, Statesville. Okay. Um, I was uh, staying at the Courtyard Marriott, um, which is across from uh, Big Shots Tavern, where we got some takeout for the evening. And I was coming back up. I realized I left my uh, gym shorts uh, out in the car, so I went out to get those, because that makes a nice, relaxing uh, Yeah, for sure. I was in the elevator with... And I was coming back up from the car, and I got some a few more essentials. So I had I was wearing my cut off sleeve muscle tee. Oh I had God. my muscle shorts in my hand. I had a half finished bottle of brandy, and I had two Wait, boxes with of you. With yes, you? this is all with me. And Why did I you had, have a half finished bottle of brandy with you? You didn't let me because I brought it back from the beach. So I went out to the car and I got it. 
So I got, I had, now let me start again. I was sleeveless shirt. I want to paint a picture. Sleeveless shirt, <laughs> muscle shirt on, muscle shorts in my arms. Also half finished probably a Paul May song, Grand Amber VSOP. And two boxes of pralines that I brought from the beach. <laughs> How is my island life? Pretty good. I guess I guess you can bring it with you. Take the sunshine with you, I guess. Holy and shit. I was riding up in the elevator with these two old people who were like, I, I I pushed my button. It was third floor. And I asked them when they came in, I was like, What I what floor am on? And they were like, uh, third. And I was like, Oh, I'm already going there. And I bet they looked at me and knew like, ah, this must be the party floor. <laughs> Look at this original party boy just waiting to get the party going. We need to move. We can't be on this floor, the party floor. Did you did you offer to share some of your pralines? Uh yeah, I cracked the box open and they were like, ah, dentures. And I was like, ah, it's a tough break. <laughs> it's a tough beat. No pralines for you. You want some of this Paul Maison Grand Amber VSOP? And they were like, No, thank you, Island Boy. Island like, right, then. Island Boy. This is um I'm going to lodge an official complaint here that I'm worried about you. Why? Because I got too deep in the island. I think you're really salt water in my veins. So deep in the cut for a while. Like, I don't know. We've had some fun at James Buffett's expense and your expense by um, by extension. But I'm worried that the we've incepted ourselves. And now you are you. Hold on. I think I just heard a phone shutter go off. And I Were think you snapping you, a picky yourself? I think you nah, might no be sending here. us maybe a... Sh- uh, I'm going to guess, because I haven't gotten received the JPEG yet, a uh, sleeveless Justin tanned with just praline crumbles. All maybe a hither, sunglasses tan line. All hither and thither. Ooh, good good call, Travis. Some some raccoon pale realness. No, I there's, again, no tanning. Pale boy, like yeah, a dead ghost. Super okay. duper pale... Just like living that okay. island lifestyle, though. Yeah, I got okay. a brand new one for the. I got a brand new Tybee shirt for the collection of Tybee. Justin, I want to say shirt. here, you look exactly the you same. You look exactly the same, Summer Boy. You look, <laughs> I'm like I'm sure. looking at you. That is a hundred percent normal, Justin. Summer Boy, that's city. That's city, Justin. I'm looking at. I, I maybe I didn't get deep enough. It's an island state of mind, though. Still, you I know? will say it does look like you've lost a little weight. No, that's Looking just the angle. I ate shrimp and pralines in every meal. Um, let's uh, let's start Thank doing you for up, but nope. that's just how my island island lifestyle is manifesting itself in my physical yeah. form. That is just me projecting a mental image into your mind. I'm gonna place a firm hand on the till here on the tiller, and I'm gonna point us away from those choppy episode two fifty nine waters. And I'm gonna get us right back on. Oh, you don't get us talk right about back on. I went and saw Ant Man. No, we're not gonna talk about Ant Man. We're not gonna talk about Ant Man. We're not gonna talk about tabletop gaming. We're gonna do our advice Have thing. You guys like checked out tabletop gaming? I'm gonna read the first. I'm just gonna really start fun. reading the first question. Justin, you want to tell us what we do on this podcast? Um, this is a podcast about karma and just being kind to one another and just getting into the same flow. The great light that comes from the one up above, and we're all sort of riding on it. Okay. Dear right. brothers, a friend of mine came over. To, there's some weird uh, capitalization. It all makes sense when you get okay. to the to the title. Okay, dear brothers, a friend of mine came over to study, and now she won't leave. She's been here for six hours and seems to be settling in. How do I tell someone to go home without sounding like I dislike them? Thanks. Guest dressed in Germany. Okay. Six. Hour like the red flag has gone up for you after six hours. After six hours, you're starting to have a panic attack about your friend never leaving your place. Do you think that's not enough or too much? I think I uh, fish and friends go bad after three days. Not well. Uh, not okay. one Picture this. Picture one this. sixth of a day. They say friend, but they don't give any like. Co- maybe this is like person I met in class. We've had some good conversation. We talked about Ant Man. We talked about our beach vacations. We said, hey, let's study together. I said, yeah, come over around noon. Uh, right. My afternoon's open. You didn't plan open. for a day. Yeah. And now they're there, and it's going on 6 p.m., and you're like, ooh, I need to start dinner, but I don't want to, like, start dinner for two. I don't want them. I don't want to I don't want to just start making it for myself. That seems rude. But I, I wish, don't want them to get the impression I'm making dinner for both of us. I wish that I could have been a fly on that wall when your friend looked over at you and they said, who are you? Who are you emailing? Who are you emailing? You say, 
Uh, nobody. I just hopefully they email me back in the next oh twenty minutes. And by email me back, I mean record a podcast about this <laughs> and publish um, it. I want to talk to you two about the concept of a studi booty, um, because I think I did it exactly once. There was um, there was a, a a young lady I sat next to in my like first Spanish class I took in college, and I was really I was genuinely very bad at the language. Uh, so so there's this there's this woman in, in my Spanish class. And I was like, hey, you want to get together and study? She was very nice, and we we had talked a few times, and there was no like. There's no romantic intention there, but I feel like you're a freshman in college, so there's this assumed romantic, like, um, intent everywhere. And so I went to her dorm room, and we studied Spanish, and it was mega awkward. Oh, my God, was it terrible. I couldn't get out of there fast enough because there was this, there was a tension hanging in the air that neither of us wanted, but it was, it was there. And I, I don't know. I feel like stud, the idea of a study what? buddy I, well, just Griffin, can't. what you've hit on I'll tell you what complicates it, I think, is the fact that this happens mainly in college, right? You're thinking, talking about a college thing. And yeah, you don't usually like, have study buddies at 30 years old, Justin. Right. Yeah. Yes, correct. Uh, but by and large, you don't have – the reason we have different rooms in our home is because they communicate different messages. You, If you're in college and you want to like study at some place where you have control over the venue, it's probably going to be in one On, room yeah. that is also where you have sex and – sleep like you Sometimes, have no other option you can't bring them or into play world of warcraft and sleep or right. just play world of warcraft and just oh man get super high on the bonch can't bring them <laughs> in the billiards room like yeah come come to my study come to the study which also we'll study come into my drawing and maybe in the ballroom come to my drawing room do you want to watch akira with me and play Here world we are of warcraft? in the conservatory oh secret passage we're in the library uh conservatory leads to the kitchen um what are you doing with that candlestick Get out. Please, please no. <laughs> My um, study buddy won't leave. I had to murder her with a wrench. Yeah, that, I mean, man. This is why you set a window. This is why you say, like, yeah, come over, like, noon. We'll study for a couple hours. But like, if I if I can't if I can't get the, the participles and I need to keep learning, I can't leave yet. I haven't learned it. I need well, you to help why me learn. Two things. You need two things to avoid this scenario in the future because it's already too late for you. Um, one, study group. Study group removes the onus of you you can leave whenever you want to neutral ground you got to do it like at the library on yes. campus yes. or any like you could hang out at a coffee shop hang out at a restaurant a bar name anywhere some other where places you can that dip. people can congregate travis uh, please a, a park um le, um like a racetrack hot tub at the hotel 12 a hot tub hot tub and on the late night maybe some kind of memorial um, an art gallery. <laughs> a hot uh, tub. A hot tub at an art gallery. Mm. A hot tub at an art gallery. Hot tub that was actually a piece of art in the art gallery. Uh oh, weren't supposed to be in there. Now you're getting kicked out. You got to go was, to a hot tub museum. It was but, an installation. Ah oh, man, why didn't I notice the pictures of dollar signs and George Bush everywhere? I should have known this was art. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't I know this was art before I got in it? This looks Curse. like a Banksy Ridge. <laughs> Ironically, you were there uh, to study art appreciation. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically. And I sat in some art and peed in it a bit. That is not, I have not appreciated your art appropriately. You I have passed. That was the test. <laughs> I've immersed myself in it. What if you came out and the like you got in the hot tub and the artist just came from around a corner and was like, finally, somebody, <laughs> somebody gets it. It's just a tub, people. Look to your left, look to your right. By the time this class is finished, one of those two people will have pissed in an art. <laughs> um, do you guys want a Yahoo? Yes. This Yahoo was sent in by Zoe Kansky climbing the ladder. Thank you, Zoe. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Something's gone wrong. I'm refreshing. Trying to get the bits and bytes to a lot. Nope, something's gone wrong. Uh, their avatar is a picture of Master Chief, uh, and it says Halo 2. So let's go and call this guy Chief. Chief asks, I think my best friend is a vigilante. Mm -hmm. What should I do? Oh, this is so tough. My friend, name I will not mention, has been acting very tired. Numerous times coming to high school with a limping posture and sickly look. Recently, there's been a local vigilante. 
interfering with the drug trade to high schoolers. The vigilante actually held the drug dealer for the cops and fled the scene when the police began to turn hostile on the hero as everyone sees him, as I see him. This vigilante is sometimes seen patrolling the local town and has stopped kids from doing graffiti and vandalism, rescued a woman from being mugged, and aided the fire department. The main reason I believe my friend to be the masked hero is because on the day of the burning tower... (laughs) On the day of the burning tower, the vigilante was seen there, and the following day, my friend had a broken arm. The vigilante also had a broken arm as he held the door above his head so people could escape. A firefighter had to pull the vigilante out, and he was unconscious. Once he woke up, he left before he was arrested. I honestly don't know why the police hate this guy. I really think he's a hero, and I'm afraid it's my friend. I don't plan on reporting him, but the question is, should I let him know? Encourage him to stop or leave this be? He could get hurt. He has gotten hurt. And also, can someone explain why the police hate him? He is a hero, right? Does nobody else want... What does what nobody else would do for the people that they don't even know. Thanks for your time. Also, I'm the only one who can see this, friend. No, this is real. I have to believe this is real. I mean, it's Spider-Man, but I believe it in my heart. It's now, also kind the, of kick-ass a little bit, but it's Spider-Man. Vigilante- well, it's the real-life superhero movement. Yeah. I don't like that the vigilante is not named in the thing. Because I feel like if you have done that, like... If I was to start patrolling the streets as some sort of mass crime fighter, perhaps mm-hmm. Island Boy, I oh, would Island Boy, God. the least terrifying. We need to stop. We need to wait before you continue. And I need to know everything about <laughs> Island Boy. I need to know his origin story. Does he have a little hermit crab shell full of gadgets and gadgets? Okay. When his he catches shell- a bad guy, does he might tie him up? His, oh, man. His, his hookah shell necklace turns into a whip. Yes. That's obvious. That right? seems, but that seems impractical. He has to like when rip his neck is... off every time he wants to attack somebody. <laughs> no, he has to awkwardly unhook it. You guys wait. You guys minutes. wait. Can one of you guys get my clasp? Oh God, no, not Island Boy. He has very baggy canvas shorts that have stripes <laughs> on them, black and blue stripes, and if the draw offs do make it difficult to run. The drawstring of his um of his shorts is also a whip. And double two whips. <laughs> He's very whip heavy. In the middle of a fight, two whips is what you need. We've uh, we've uh, de-whipped you. What now, Island Boy? We've got you his, surrounded and whipless. Oh, little do you know. Your pants fell down. Yeah, by second whip. Eat my his, dick. His camouflage salt life flip flops are frisbees. Or no, what's a dangerous <laughs> frisbee? No, that's it. Like, you got it. You got it in one. They're just frisbees. Very no crime fighting applications whatsoever. Those are for Island Boy. That's that's not for crime. That's for Island Boy. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his sunscreen is uh, impervious to low levels of radiation okay. from the sun. The sun, <laughs> right? So, so it's like, like it's like SPF based. 15. It's like not even high SPF. No, very high SPF. But any sun-based enemies are going to have a hard time getting in there. Okay, so that. sun sun man is out. Right. Solar woman, not a, yeah, applicable. Not a threat. Solar He's boy. He's also very strong and handsome. Oh, and Oof. muscular. Mm-hmm. So it's like I mean, it's just ba- it's loosely autobiographical. Anyway, Island Boy, if I'm out there patrolling the streets and people don't, like, the first thing I'm going to do is start brand building. I don't <laughs> see the point in doing this if you're not building a legend. Like, No, you got to make sure your social media is on point. Exactly. I'm not saving sure anybody until... Is up there. I'm not saving anybody until they know the proper hashtag, is what I'm right. saying to you. Like, I don't, I don't need a tweet storm where people are like, who is this masked boy? Who doesn't have a mask? Oh, it's just sunscreen. My bad. That's What's he doing with that necklace? Me, I always assumed whenever I watch superhero origins that mm-hmm. there's some reporter that's like that's scooping the story, and he's like he's some kind of island boy, and then like that's like that's, that's the how headline, it comes. right? Yeah. Right. I don't think Island Boy can just like walk into a room, double whip, 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 and just say, "By the way, I'm Island Boy." Tell your friends. And my fa- my favorite thing about this situation about the Island Boy origin is that so much crime is happening while you're out developing your street team, while you're out getting some rough sketches done of your logo. So much crime is going... It's it's like your your uncle Jimmy Buffett dies... 
because you didn't catch the right crime. You watch your fucking mouth. And Uncle Jimmy Buffett dies. Now, Uncle Jimmy Buffett blows out his, fl- his flip flop because he stabs on a pop top that mm-hmm. you didn't save him That from. you didn't save him from. And so he gets stung That's to death right. by a, a, a man of war or something like that. And he's like, with great power comes great responsibility, Island Boy. But then you, Island Boy, are like, nah. <laughs> nah, I'm just going to keep building my brand. Got That's what Spider Man did. That worked out pretty good for him. That right. is that he is true. Bone saw and became a famous wrestler. Uh, yeah, and I think that. But like, what I'm saying, it's not just about ego. It's not about ego at all. If you don't build your legend, like, okay, if you have a legend and then you stop a crime, then the legend of that is going to keep other people from doing crime, right? right you're, read, you're, like, you read the tipping point for a second. Sure, I'll wait. And then mm-hmm. you got to do 10,000 hours of superheroing. That's outliers. I don't even oh, know what sorry. you're saying. You're weaving a tapestry of fear that you're going to place mm, exactly. all over Huntington. Uh, you no, st- a tapestry, a tapestry of chill, a tapestry of chill, a narrative of fear. Okay. That's fine. But like, would you fear stay chilling? Uh, okay. I'm going to let's, let's, um, gosh, I really don't want to say part the kimono, but it's the only appropriate thing for right here. Let's part the kimono. You're island boy. Let's assume. Let's assume just for the basis of this conversation that let's just assume for the basis of this conversation. Somebody like me be doing. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine. All right, let's assume for the basis. Remember that time? No, you remember that time where you clearly (laughs) saw somebody dressed like Island Boy at the top of that water tower, and I was on the ground looking up, pointing it up there. Okay, and he left before anybody could get a good look at his face. But we were very clearly in separate places. It's either you. Or it's Steven Sharkchild, and <laughs> I let's just and, okay. Yeah, I got another one. He wears those goggles. Yeah, and you and I can't don't have yeah. any goggles. That you don't have goggles. That's true. But let's just assume it's you. Would you stay? Would you stay in Huntington? Because I feel like Island Boy couldn't fight crime in the decidedly not tropical Huntington, West Virginia. Or would that well, be the bat? That doesn't make fucking sense. Like Batman, there's not caves in Gotham except for the one that Bruce Wayne's family bought. But like Batman still patrols. Well, that's a there. good like, man. How has nobody cracked that? Hey, Gotham, <laughs> Gotham reporters, what is he, Batman? Where do bats chill? Under bridges? We looked under all the bridges. I don't know. Let's give up. <laughs> there's one cave, and the there's whole one city. cave. You want to go there? Nah, we did the bridges. I feel like we did our due diligence. I give up. Um, what do you say? Listen, we've, we've talked a lot about Island Boy, and I feel like we've created a very lucrative property. Um, I feel like Marvel, if you want to buy that one, go for it. DC, if you want to buy it and completely ruin it, that's fine too. Um, but what, what do you do when your friend, let's say, let's assume Steven Sharkchild, uh, okay. all, all three of our friends, uh, is Island Boy. He's getting out there. He's, he, do you remember the, the, the day of the tower fire? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I remember it well. It was a, if I remember correctly, it was a three episode arc. It was the day of the burning tower, and uh, I remember it well. Flames were everywhere inside the tower, uh, and uh, Island Boy showed up, saved the day. But then Stephen Sharkchild showed up to the class all three of us are in, um, mm-hmm. and both of his arms were missing, and mm-hmm. Island Boy lost his arms in the in the day of the burning tower. So. Like, what do we say to him? How do you say stop being Batman? You, hey, hey, Bruce, well, stop being the Batman. the most important question first, Griffin. Why do the police hate Island Boy so much? He's, that's, I think that's the most pressing issue here, and I think the problem is Island Boy, as we all know, is, is I mean, I, I don't want to say loose cannon because I feel like that it's an unknown commodity. Yeah, yeah. Like, is he going to be super chill? Or is he going to like be a little bit too drunk and a little bit awkward at the luau? You know what I mean. The drunken, the, it, the constant public drunkenness is probably like one of the that and like he he does like sell weed. Like he does. Like, I think we can't get around the fact that he uses, just when he, he sells a lot of weed. of his shorts, his shorts and do his fall dick down comes and his out. Just like his out. dick comes out. So the public drunkenness, constant public drunkenness. He does sell weed to anyone, regardless of age. Um, he sells weed or to cops, they ask or if they weed. ask, and also just like his dick is out, like whenever he is in combat mode. One of yeah. the things I think it's probably because Peninsula Lad's family donated so much to the yeah. policeman's ball. Yeah, I think that that's probably has put them against uh, Island Boy. Now, Justin, is there an interesting? Is there a strange dynamic between Island Boy and Peninsula Lad that neither one of them appears to be a grown ass adult? They're unaware of each other. Actually, okay. it's one of the life's great coincidences. <laughs> I'm as surprised as anybody. Um. 
And then there's another superhero called Delta Burke. <laughs> That's nothing. I teach in a high school and we just got a new principal. He used to coach wrestling. And all part reports are that his handshake is super aggressive. I don't know if this is how he tries to establish alpha dog or if he is just like that naturally. When I meet him, I, do I try to match his handshake just so he respects me? Or do I try to use a dainty southern shake so he knows he's dealing with a person of high intellect? That's from Mano a Mano. Here's the thing. If you don't react, he's not establishing anything. So, I don't know. I've known people like that before who have gone in to shake your hand and just, like, crush it. But I feel like that's something a villain in a movie does. Not something, like... A handshaky principle does. Yeah. Um, can I make a suggestion? Maybe when he shakes your hand, you just make a face like, is that it? Why don't you do this? First time you meet this this fool, this wrestle, wrestle leader, I want you to <laughs> grab his hand. I want you to grab his hand firm. Oh, as firm as you can. But that's not where you're going to scare him. Because obviously you're concerned about weaving a tapestry of fear over this uh, wrestle principle. Uh, you shake his hand real hard with that one, and then you sort of bring your other hand in to his like forearm, like you're doing a like a Roman centurion handshake. But, Ooh, but, that's oh, good. But what's that on your finger? It's the Gom Jabbar. Uh oh. <laughs> Looks like you've got a death needle on your finger. So you're gonna and then have you just that. Look him in the eye and say, "You must not fear." No, no, no. Here's the mind. I want to. I want to hear the whole litany. The whole litany against fear from you, sir. And only then will I let you go. What's the mind killer? Say it now. Tell me now. Ooh, if he's going to come in with strength, right, you use that intellect, you go for the hug. He goes for That's the handshake, you go good. for the hug. And then when you, like, go Love into wrap... so hard. Yeah, you wrap, right? your, you wrap your arm around him, but then, like, your hand is on his back right shoulder, then it scooches a little bit closer to his neck. What's that on your finger? It's the Gom Jabbar! <laughs> Fear is the little death! Listen, um, we can all agree that no matter what, the Gomjavar has the to The Gomjavar's got to be part of the equation. Area. You can find one on Amazon. There's one for sale on Amazon Prime Day. I got Make, I, I got a box go with I got a box with 3 Gomjavars and 16 cans of Pam cooking spray. <laughs> <laughs> you have the handshake, right? You make a connection. You say like, "Hey, let's grab a cup of coffee sometime," right? You sit down for a cup of coffee at Starbucks. He takes a drink. What's that in his coffee? It's, it's the Gomjavar. I'm going to here, this is what I want to do. I'll go in, I'll hug him real tight. What's that on my finger close to his neck? It's a Gomjavar. What's that on my handshake hand? It's another Gomjavar and also my whole body's slippery cuz I've sprayed myself down with Pam. He doesn't know which way to fuck me. <laughs> How about this? He goes in for a super strong handshake. You are water. You're fluid. You use his strength against him, and you throw him over your shoulder to the floor. <laughs> and what's that on the floor? What's that on the floor? Gom it's Jabbar. a mattress made out of Gomjabars. Oops. <laughs> Welcome to Saw 5. But then he spreads He spreads his weight out evenly, so no. And the he is not is pierced. Yes. How about this? You go in, and you go to shake his hand really hard, and then somebody comes in to shake his other hand. What's that? It's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> What's that? Wait, all ten of his fingers. Ten gomch bars. <laughs> Man, I hope everybody's seen our red dune. I think that's probably a, a pretty he, big overlap with our audience. Yeah, he brought somebody to help you shake his hand and he's got a sitar and it's Ravi Shankar. Is that it? That's nothing. No, that's, that's something. not a thing. No, that's and he's driving nothing. a smart car. That's something. He's driving a smart car. That is something. Uh let's go to the money zone, sons. We five things we Travis, I have a simple question for you. Yes? What the fuck is base camp? Well, Justin, have you ever done, let's say, a project? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's start there. I want to start at, at the beginning. Isn't every, every well, day? Every thing. day is like a little project. Yeah, every day is a project. You wake up, check that one off your list. Um, in this day and age, most of the time, the people you work with are not in the same room, right? Yeah, that's so what Basecamp is true. Are you? I work in a remote office, right? So Basecamp helps you wrangle people with different roles, responsibilities, and objectives towards a common goal: finishing your project together. It runs. Uh, Basecamp runs in the cloud on uh, secure servers, so you don't have to mess with anything technical, and it's going to help you bring all your people together, get them on the same page, make sure everything's running smoothly, and you're not like constantly having to do calls or say, like, hey, did you do that? Oh, I'm 
uh, was I supposed to do that? Oh shit! I uh, Basecamp's going to help you take care of that way smoother. Run everything and not feel like an idiot at the end of the day. Basecamp, look at it this way: it's really going to let you feel like a big, big old W on the day when it comes to business. They, I don't know if Basecamp can help you in your personal life. I don't know if they can get things on board with like helping you find love. But finish your project, you betcha. And listeners of my brother, my brother, and me can try Basecamp absolutely free for two months. Go to Basecamp.com slash my brother, special landing page. Uh, you're going to like the logo you see at the top, people. It's going to bring back some warm, fuzzy memories or horrifying memories. Go check it out. Basecamp.com slash my brother. Finish your project. If you can do it in two months, you never have to pay Basecamp anything. <laughs> Try to work that angle. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they were hoping for. Uh, I'd love to go to the website, but I can't fucking see it. Uh, well, let me let me take a look <laughs> well, at your you've eyes. Got all that sunshine in your eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah, Justin. This is this is just. I've gone help. I've gone beach blind. Yeah, it's not beach blindness, buddy. That is just good old fashioned astigmatism. And oh man. Yeah. It's like and beach let me astigmatism. Let me get into your. Let me get into your oculars real quick. Let me just see what's. Oh yeah, just full little jellyfish. A lot of people don't realize that when they get in the water, sometimes their eyes just get full of little jellyfish, and you can't see them, but they're there, and they're growing, and now your eyes aren't there anymore. Well, now I need glasses, Travis. What should I do? Help, help, help. I don't, again, I don't want to burst your bubble, but glasses are not going to help you, my friend. Your eyes are just a bunch of little jellyfish now. Okay, but, but Justin, let's... you you can at least look cool as you go blind from <laughs> just millions of jellyfish stings. Billions, billions, and billions of jellyfish. Billions stings. of tiny jellyfish stings just ruining your eye jelly. My brother, my brother, and me is supported in part by Warby Parker, friend of the show. We've talked about it a bajillion times. I'm sure you know about it, but maybe you've thought, "Oh, I don't know. I, I maybe I have jellyfish in my eyes." Well. We've got the solution, sort of. Uh, it's a new concept in eyewear, fashion forward. If it's a new glasses. concept, have we talked about it a billion times? Trump well, new card. in like the grand Trump scheme of things. Yeah, look at a calendar, Justin. Imagine that uh, all of time is represented in a calendar. All right, you Neil deGrasse Tyson, how much you just tell me about the fucking glasses? Okay, great. Well, you can get a prescription pair of glasses for $95, and that's including the lenses. I foolishly, I foolishly, bought glasses not at Warby Parker I bought it at my optometrist because they kind of bullied me into it they actually sort of locked the door behind me wouldn't let me leave they're like you can't four, drive home four, with these eyes four hundred dollars oh god were those for those Randy Jackson shades nah they uh they actually those are illegal now those Randy Jackson glasses because <laughs> I'm a married man I don't need like trim thrown at me in the street because I'm wearing those those fucking tight ass Randy Jacksos um so yeah I can't I'm, I'm not allowed to wear those anymore so the Warby Parker has this home try-on program where you can order five pairs of glasses and they're shipped right to you. You try them on, you find the frames that work for you, and then you send them back free with no obligation to, to buy them. You find the ones that look good on you. You get input from your friends, see what they think. And uh, if you go to Warby Parker slash my brother. Well, there's a dot com in there, so try again. You go to warbyparker.com, that's uh, W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com, slash my brother to get free three-day shipping on your final frame choice. That's warbyparker.com slash my brother. I have a message here, a personal message. If you want to get a personal message for yourself or your small business on the show, go to maximumfund.org slash jumbotron, and you can find out how to do it there. Uh, we've gotten a few emails from people like, hey, I want a Jumbotron. We can't, we don't do them. We don't process those, I promise. Uh, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron and, and you'll figure out how to do it there. Uh, this message is for Nicholas Bale and it's from Donna, Eric, Mark, Mateo, and John. They all say in one beautiful chorus sing-song voice, Hey, Nicholas Bale, you old lovable turd you. Here's to a great new year full of board games, rock climbing, college parties, and just being the best turd you can be. We hope you have a great birthday spent with the best friends a turd could ask for. Try not to get your turd smell on your presents. From your great friends, P.S. You're a turd. What were they trying that's to get a, across That's there? a weird autocorrect. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry, I, I misread. And everywhere it said turd, it says great guy. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't, it's kind of weird that maybe I need to go to Warby Parker. Maybe I'm the one with the jellyfish eyes. The worm has turned. The jellyfish uh, has turned. The worm has turned. <laughs> I also have a quick question for Josh from Jeremy. Um, Josh, get back to Jeremy as soon as you can. Um, Jeremy really needs to know, do you know if Earl Pitts is still on the radio? So there it is. A hundred dollars, just sort of. Earl fight. Pitts, of course, that beloved 
Gary Burbank character, Earl Pitts, he's still on the radio. Just sort of loaded a hundo into a canister and fired it into space. And that's fine, because we're in space and we caught it. Thank you for the money very much, Josh. <laughs> appreciate your money. I mean, Jeremy, thank you very much, Jeremy, for the money. Josh, do Josh, money. Josh, do get no back. No matter who sent it, no matter who sent the money, I appreciate the money. What was that noise? Did someone just that get was... a Game Center request? <laughs> no, uh, just uh, this Earl Pitts video audio played on my uh, computer. Okay, device. so you're really dialed in then. <laughs> yeah, I really want to get the whole Earl Pitts story. Here's a quick pit- click of Earl Pitts that Griffin put in. Hey, y'all, it's me. I've never heard Earl Pitts. <laughs> Ty is a pedantic person. I think when he pronounces these words, it's, it's in a very show-off-y way. Gyro. Gyro. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Ayers Rock. Uluru. <laughs> <laughs> what you are witnessing is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with real cases. They call in via Skype to Judge John Hodgman's court, the real people's court. Now I call you to Judge John Hodgman's internet court. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Farm wisdom, farm wisdom. Put some dip inside your lip, farm wisdom. Brought to you by Earl Pitts. Brought to you by Snooze, the dip you put in your lip for farm stuff. It'll make you better at hay collecting. This is actually from Sammy. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Sammy. And thank you, Snooze, for sponsoring the show once again. It's a it's dip. <laughs> what a it's... great friend we have in Snooze. <laughs> <laughs> um, this special farm, relationship. This, this farm wisdom. There's a lot of farm wisdom. This is a, this is a an encyclopedia of farm wisdom from Sammy. Thank you, Sammy. Number one, kicking it off, top of the list. Goat poop can be fatal. Our beef cattle were dying off unexpectedly. After looking into the cause, we found out it was the feces from our goats on the farm that were killing our herd. Sorry, Elizabeth Gilbert. Goats are the worst. <laughs> goats, I don't care what your affiliation, they're the worst animal ever. Uh, number two, I showed cattle as a kid. Now that was about- This has been Sammy Wisdom. <laughs> Sammy Wisdom. Uh, I showed cattle as a kid. Now that was about 15 years ago. Or are they saying now that was about 15 years ago? Yup, I literally put a leash on a full-grown heifer and walked her around a ring for a show ring for fun. We had to clean these cattle before showing. Guess how we bathed them? We used a pressure washer. Oh no! In hindsight, that seems like an odd and painful way to clean these poopy animals, but that's the norm. That's farm wisdom. No, Sammy, it's not. It's actually. not farm cruelty. Farm cruelty. You're, you are that the was right this whole time. Farm cruelty. <laughs> you are bovine Jack Bauer. Is what you are. Um, number three. Sometimes I just hit goats with a hammer for fun. All right, Sammy. I'm, I'm a psychopath. Uh, number three, for real though, how do you know if your corn is growing at an appropriate rate? This old saying, knee high by the 4th of July. I've yes. also applied that metric to my daughter <laughs> to know if she's stunting or not. Me high by the fourth. Do you, does everybody like? All right, guys. February fifth. You know the drill. Get that corn in the ground. It's we got to have a fair corn race. Me high by the fourth of July. Number four. Cows don't actually sleep standing. If you up. get to that point, though, if you get to fourth of July and there is not, it is not knee high. What is your next action? You, you just pivot, you just give right? up. You just give up. Do Fuck f- this corn. Do farm cut it all down. Do farmers have uniform? Bottom halves of their legs. I was gonna say calves, but that would get confusing. Um, is do they have? But they, like, is it is a farmer? If you lined up all the farmers in the world, all their knees are like twenty inches high. Cows don't actually sleep standing up; they do lay down. Cow tipping is not a thing. That's not true. It's Sammy. These are lies, and they're cruel. <laughs> Like they're tr- they're cruel truths and horrible lies, Sammy. That's not the name of the segment. Cows it's called don't farm wisdom. Sleep s- standing up. They do lay down to sleep, and then they never get up. 
And why aren't they moving or breathing? What did I do? Oh, stop, no. stop, hammer time. By which I mean I'm gonna go hit some goats with some hammers. Fine, good riddance to bad animals. Number five, final piece of farm wisdom. This one's going a little long, but I still feel like it's good. To make your dairy cattle milk more efficient, throw hammers at them before they wake up. Uh, to make your dairy cattle milk more efficient, feed them poison. <laughs> To make your dairy cattle milk more efficient, feed them a rich, a diet rich in alfalfa. So that one's not especially sexy. Not as sexy that, as the other. That, ones. You got That's an important tip, Sam. You got to close with some heat. Yeah, don't you maybe lead with alfalfa, and then we think, oh, Sammy, she sounds like a normal human being, and then you get into the hammers, and then you get into the lava ceremonies, then you get to into appease the gods of your farm. Then you get into the ritual burials. Uh, thank you for sending those. In, thank Sammy. you for sending those. I, in, I do Sammy. miss farm wisdom. We don't when we don't receive it. If you've got something, you can send it to mbmbam at maximumfun.org. That's where all questions and advice and relevant comments should go. Just put farm wisdom in the subject line, I guess. If you want, you to guys, that. you guys want Yahoo? <clears throat> yeah, sure. This one was sent in also by Zoe Kinski climbing that ladder. She is on a hot streak. Thank you, Zoe. It's by Yahoo Answers user Rhesus who asks. Is it possible to ask a question without using a question mark? What do you think? That's a question mark. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, is it? No. It's a question well, mark. Uh, Tell me now the name of your dad. No, that's no, that's uh, uh in in, dig, in in that's a declare that's a um not declarative a pejorative uh, no demonstrative deformative a deformative no it's when you. Give an order. What is your... Imperative. Let me try this. Imperative. Let me try this. What is your dad's name I want to know? How about... Oh, how about this? Remind me of your dad's name? That's a, that question a question mark, mark? yeah. Uh, um, no, it's not. But it's also but, an imperative. I mean, Travis put one in with this inflection, but... What is your dad's name? <laughs> Let me try again. What is your dad's name? <laughs> <laughs> or what about this? What about this? What is your dad's name? <laughs> uh, okay, I got it. Okay, what if you went with this? And your dad's name is... Oh, Ooh. I see. That's fun. Until they interrupt you <laughs> or you pass out. Or you, what about this? Dad's name, go. My dad's name is Regis, and I would like to know yours. <laughs> <laughs> for example see then it's not then it's not an imperative then then it's like open-ended they can they i don't listen i could give a damn tell me your dad's name or don't whatever no skin off my balls <laughs> okay i think we could is it possible to ask a question without saying no skin off my balls <laughs> uh there's four different types of sentences right right there's statement or just or declarative right right there's the the question my dad's name let's uh, as long as we're as long as we're grammar girling let's do it my dad's name. What? My dad's name is Regis. My dad's name is Earl. Yeah, but how can you? Add, okay, using the first sentence type of statement, you could you could ask a question with a statement. It doesn't have okay, to be. Okay, I would like to know what your dad's name is. That's good. Uh, I, that's I, good. I, I don't know your dad's name. <laughs> I've never met your dad, but I, I don't, want to. You have to say I don't know your dad's name and then stare at them expectantly. <laughs> right. That's sure. important. I don't know your dad's name, and that's your fault. Question that's obvious. Uh, a command, right? Dad's <laughs> name dad's now! Dad's name on three! Dad's, Tell me the name of the dad. dad. Your dad's name. Your dad's name. Dad's name or he dies. No, it has to be command. Oh, like, sorry. Give me the name of the dad. Give me the name of the dad now. Give the dad's name to me. Stop, sir. Stop stalling. <laughs> Stop stalling, McLean. Tell I'm me your dad's name. Ready for the name of the dad. I've waited long enough. Slake my thirst for your dad's name. Let me die. <laughs> Read the sweet relates of death and tell me the name of your dad. I am a genie, and the only way I can become gin is with the command word as the name of your father now, please. Yes. In this show, <laughs> to name your dad. Griffin, that was declarative. You So you <laughs> fucked up. Hold on, wait. It what were we close. doing? The last that was command. The last type. Your dad's name, so I may become Jin. <laughs> Shazam! No, that's not a command. Because now we're on the exclamation. Give me the name of your father, so I may become Jin. No exclamation. I Jin. Exclamation. <laughs> well, I have been a, cursed for a, curse. a million centuries by <laughs> Alibaba. 
Declarative, declarative, declarative. Declare. Not an exclamation. I have been cursed for a million centuries <laughs> by Alibaba. <laughs> That's a statement. That's a question. That I was a statement. Did Alibaba curse me until I knew your dad's name? He did. He did, in fact. <laughs> Arabian Nights. <laughs> I'm Jin. <laughs> Kazam. The only way I can make it rain burgers is if you tell me your dad's name. I'm Jin. I don't know, Shaq. We read through the script. I think we're going to have to take another pass at this. There's not a single question mark in the whole thing. There's not any E's either. Check it out. So I ne- how about instead of all the parts where you're yelling at the boy to tell him his dad's name, um, you do some rapping. <laughs> sounds, sounds, good to me. sounds very good. Uh, so you guys are struggling with this one exclamation um, the article that I found to remind me of this because I'm 34 um, it ends with an exclamation part and it makes a statement with emotion there are three examples that they have offered here here are the three examples of an exclamation I can't find the butter the Tyrannosaurus Rex was huge I love this movie it's a cool Wait, day. is that all the same idea? That's a, that's like, a cool day. I, I want some more popcorn from the concession stand. That that Tyrannosaurus was huge. I love this movie. I want to see butter. Jurassic World again. I love your dad, but forgot his name. <laughs> I'm so frustrated that I don't know your dad's name and you can help. Kazam! <laughs> it's been too long since I've seen Kazam. Also, what's your dad's name? That's a question mark. I want to watch Kazam with your dad, but don't know what to put on the invitation. I can't remember the name of the movie Kazam. Fuck! <laughs> I fucked it up because I'm dead right there at the end. Is your dad's name Kazam? No, Question fuck. mark. Um, Man, we're bad at this. What if we did a new podcast just called Boy School, and it was the three of us, and we just tackled stuff like this? I think that's a hit. I'm never going to forget this. No, I this won't forget this either. Um, this is good for your kids. It's Get good for kids. kids. It's good for adults. No, your kids are actively learning about this stuff in school. Kids are currently learning about how to inquire about people's dad's names in all kinds of really fun and funny ways. And the history of Kazam. And the history of Kazam. Um, uh, but the adults have forgotten it. That's why that horrible Jeff Foxworthy show is still on the air. Can you believe that? Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, I think we spin that up. I think Boy School Episode 1... Uh, I think we save it for Sweet Sweet. Print it. Print it. Put it on a t-shirt and sell it. You do another question? I get pretty bad stage fright when it comes to urinals in men's restrooms. If there isn't a divider between heads, I almost definitely won't be able to pee if someone is next to me. This can even resort to me having to pretend to go just so I can find another restroom so I don't look weird in front of strangers. Is there some magic solution to <laughs> peeing in public restrooms, or will I forever be that guy that pees standing up in the stall? That's from Public Pissing Problemo. My dude. I only laugh because the idea of pretending to go when you can't actually make any liquid come out of your penis has to just be you going, oh, yeah. That's oh, so, it oh, feels feel, so feeling good. Feeling this. Oh, what a release. It's crazy. Right? It's crazy that this feels so good. <laughs> It's just stinky water coming out of my wing wall. That's crazy. Guys. But it feels so right. You guys are feeling this too, right? Oh, man, this is crazy. We are having a moment. My wing wong feels righteous. Uh, I think it, your main problem is that you don't have to pee bad enough. Because if I really have to pee, I don't care if the ghost of my great-grandmother appears in the urinal cake. Like, no, please don't. <laughs> like, I'm going to go for it. Because uh, I have to pee. I tell you, the, the <laughs> ultimate ruse, though, is when you walk into... Oh, worst pee situation in my life. I was... I love MeUndies. I love MeUndies so much. They do not have a hole in the front for you to get a tuck, a good tuck going. So you have to basically... Or you wear them backwards. It's or, one of those two. Um, No, there's no hole in the butt either. Important to point out. Quick correction to what Justin just said. Uh, so it's a full-blown pull down your pants and pee in the urinal situation. I was at uh, Worst Fest, uh, a fun little festival put, put together... Uh, by the the city council of uh, like San Marcos or Austin? somewhere like no, it's like an hour south from here. Uh, you okay. go to it though, and it's all sausage and beer, and it's fun, and people get really really turned, and uh, it's kind of scary actually now that I'm talking about it because uh, it's kind of like Night of the Living Dead. Anyway, 
Worst bathroom situation. I walked in after waiting in line. It's slam, pun, by the way? slam jam. Worst, worst yeah, with a W. Worst. Okay. With a U. Worst bathroom situation. Uh, no, okay, I'll try to avoid those. It was very bad nightmare bathroom. And I walked okay. in, and what's up? Oh, it's a trough, like at a baseball stadium. Nice. Um, and so when you see that, when you see that, or you see, this is also applicable to a no wall, which is not ideal, but infinitely better than a trough. Um, you just sort of pivot. And you turn towards the stalls, and then all of a sudden you're waiting on a stall. And somebody's like, "Well, are you waiting on a stall?" And you say, "Yeah, I got a lot of turds to go. To. <laughs> got a lot of. Ow, I got a big. A lot sh- turds for got a big shipment at the butt factory." <laughs> I say you lean into it. And if there's a trough, you go to where two guys are already shoulder to shoulder and just squeeze oh, in. Me, let me just. Ooh, it, can I get in excuse here? Me, let me just. Mm, excuse me. Can I just get in here? If you just crook your elbow, I'll pee through it. Or yeah, you, you do enough, you do a double. If you got enough blast power, they only need to split apart like a quarter inch. You just yeah, have clearance. You stagger. You got to stagger. You do a stagger situation. Hey, can we get just staggering here, guys? Please, just <laughs> just off the shoulder. We don't need to be shoulder to shoulder. You can do off the shoulder as long as there's a gap. Can you two cross swords so I can get up in here, please. I say I want a three musketeers with y'all. As long as there's no, as long as there's no line, pee in the stall. Yeah, you're psyching yourself like. You're not gonna walk out of the stall and see a dude with a clipboard putting an X next to your name. And be like, mm. like no one's judging your <laughs> shit. Another shit, huh? Weird. <laughs> Super. Hey, Sounds hey, like fourth one today. A, can I ask you guys a question about this? <clears throat> it's related to this topic. If you go to a place and see a uh, a handicap restroom, isn't it hard yes. to deny yourself? Yeah. The spacious luxury. This, of, this really spread out. Just, Maybe put down a, a picnic lunch. <laughs> It's really hard. Like, I mean, I feel guilty about it. Coming to my, stu- coming to my studio. There was a special knock you could do if you were a person with disabilities that like, hey, I'm really, can you please? And I would I would respect that instantly. I would be, I could be mid-pinch. I'll pinch Justin, it off. Justin, I know out. a lot about you. If anyone knocked on a stall door, I think you would respect it instantly. Yeah, but no, if it was the special knock. Otherwise, I just think they're an asshole or that guy from Cracker Barrel that one time. I once I once walked into a bathroom um, and it had dividers betwixt the urinals and they were about three inches wide. So like they stuck out from the wall about three inches. It was like, uh, it was a mockery. It was as if to say oh, yeah. we could have, but we didn't. <laughs> We spent resources. I, hate when, I can't you, don't you hate when there's like an inch and a half or two inches of space? Like, I don't, what, why do you, as a bathroom door manufacturer, hang those up and say, well, that's a good day's work. I've done the one thing that I'm supposed to do and protect people's uh, situations. Uh, no, wait, there's a nice little staring crevice right here just to let people eh. peep in. It's fine. I was using, fine, a, I, I was using a stall one time. And in the like wall between the two stalls, somebody had made like a, a hole to I guess look through. And it was like, I don't know why you made like a little secret, like a like a shadow box display, like a little diorama. Like I'm I don't want to see through that hole into like what the person in the other stall is doing. It was really curious. Don't is it you know, one of the worst things is when there is a little crack there and the door is closed and you think, did somebody just do this as a prank? Or is there really somebody in there? And you kind of do that very casual walk by side glance, mm-hmm. see if you see some shoes or maybe some rumpled pants. You and know, then, okay, that's for real. And then all of a sudden, you're the crackle bar- cracker barrel man. <laughs> you're the you're the man from the barrel. Yes. Um, so that is how bathrooms work. Another episode of Boys School in the Can. <laughs> Uh, Which is our, also, our side uh, in the our can. side project of bathroom etiquette for children. <laughs> So that's it. So that's it. We're done. We're done with the show. Thanks for listening to our show. Another show we're going to make this week. You're going to get a boat. This is not the only episode of My Brother, My Brother and Me that you will get to enjoy this week. What does he mean? Well, I'll tell you. Boy school. We're going to make <laughs> a very special episode just about Totino. <laughs> The entire Totino's line is going to get the big feature. Uh, It's going to be a huge episode full of fun. Full of flavor. And full of flavor and full of crunching. And it's going to be a Totino's episode from us to you and the fine people at Totino's. If you want to get in on the action, email us with Totino's in the subject line. 
And also, please tweet at Totino's with the hashtag MBMBAM Totino's and, and get I those Totino's not, questions. I'm not just going to say this because they are sponsoring the episode and because I love Totino's. You should go get yourself some pizza rolls before you listen to the oh, episode. Oh, yeah. This is the, we're going to talk about them so much. You're going you to be lose your mind. dying for them. Um, we're going to be timing it out so that we are eating discreet meals. During the show, so a lot of crunch and munch, a lot of gooshing, um, a lot of yummy noises. Um, it will be at my breakfast hour. It will be it Travis's will be breakfast. It'll be my brunch. It'll be Justin's lunch. Uh, it's going to be one for the ages. Not By the that way, you Totino's, need to. if you're listening, a breakfast pizza roll with maybe like some sausage and cheese and egg. Mm. That's Just good. Just that step into there. their house and tell them how to <laughs> rearrange the furniture. Well, I've already been, I've been, I pitched dessert pizza rolls to them that were maybe like an apple pie filling or like maybe like a hot chocolate custard kind of thing. Anyway, just, it's going to get I'm, real, I'm real with Totino's. Do we have a date on that yet, Ditto? 22nd. 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 This coming Wednesday. Go out. This is not like the new. <laughs> Mabim bam, like that's not like it's a special we're not occasion. Do only sponsor episodes. It's a special occasion. Justin joked. Justin joked about it on the show like three years ago, and then Mr. Totino heard it and was like, "Let's make it happen." That's what he sounds let's like. Do it. Let's, I like these boys. Let's these get, boys got a good sound. Let's get these boys to hock our <laughs> little pockets of flavor. <laughs> let's sauce them up, reports. Sheila. Sheila, send them the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the big head. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Tatinas is run by the bad guy from Sewer Shark, apparently. <laughs> We're going to have uh, these boys slinging sauce. I want to see saucy mouths. <laughs> I want to see smooth, smooth tan legs and saucy mouths. Get some sauce in their hair, Sheila. Make it look like they're having a real pizza party. I want no crying in pizza rolls. Um, so that's going to be going to be doing some live shows. Yeah, that's, yeah we're coming uh, Pacific Northwest, uh, Seattle, uh, Vancouver. Go to bit.ly forward slash mbmbam Seattle or bit.ly forward slash van mbmbam, and you can buy tickets to those so you can come see us and enjoy those shows. Tickets are still uh, selling fast. Those are reserved seats, so if you think you might want to come, uh, please buy your tickets now. Um, and a portion of every one of those tickets does go to us, so we get some. We get the money, so I appreciate that for you buying it. Thank you, um, thank you very um, much. You should listen to all the other amazing Maximum Fun shows um, and the Donor Swap episode. Holy that, we, that everybody was promised. Wait, are, are we are we promoting these? We can't. We no, can't announce. We can't is. announce who it is. Okay, but okay. only okay. that it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be amazing. Also, my sister, my sister, me is still in the works. So people have been asking a lot about that, that he's coming. But for right now, go check out the other Maximum Fun shows. Um, and they're all incredible. I mean, it, it, they're countless good shows. I wouldn't even know where to begin. But maybe the other ones that we're on. <laughs> Adventure Zone, Sawbones, Bunker Buddies. Um, yeah. I, can I just take a second to promote Monster Factory? It's a video series that Justin and I have been doing for Polygon. Um, and I, I, I wouldn't normally plug shit on this show that is sort of outside the, the, the scope of the Maximum Fun community, but um, I've seen so many tweets from people who listen to the show. They're like, have you seen this video? And they haven't seen it. So it's called Monster Factory, and it's on YouTube. Each one's like a half hour long, and I think they're really funny. Um, I'm not just saying this because I'm your guys' brother. The Fallout 3 and the Mass Effect 2 is like the funniest The Mass shit Effect I've 2 turned seen. out super good. Anyway, that's, that's, you can find that all on Polygon's YouTube channel. Uh, there's like a playlist uh, of you Monster Factory videos. Po- you just search Monster Factory on YouTube. I think yeah. Get you, there. Uh, you should also check out another YouTube series called Things I Bought at Sheets. Justin's hit YouTube series with his friend Dwight, where they review items that Justin bought at Sheets. It's so good. So good. Um, we and just figured out how to work a green screen. So that series is really going to be Oh, fun. hell yes. Uh, also, Travis has a new podcast called Trends Like These. He does with his friend Brent. Uh, that's a, It's a must listen. It'll get your day started right. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, you can still vote for him. If you live in Seattle, you should absolutely look up his platform. I think it's solid. Uh, and, and think about voting for him. You can early vote now for the primary. Uh, but get those votes in by August 4th. Um, we got to hang out with him a lot at, at Max Fun Con. And uh, 
he's he, he's a super good dude, and I think he would make a really great representative for uh, the eighth district of Seattle. So if you yeah, live not the ninth or the seventh, that would be like a bad fit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but so yeah, go go uh, go look up his his platform, give it a thought. Uh, yeah. We'll see you guys again on Wednesday. We'll see you in a couple days with mouths full of sauce. Uh, this final Yahoo answer was sent in by Zoe Kinski. Thank you, Zoe, climbing that ladder. Thank you. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Sorry, something has gone wrong. Let's call her Roseanne. Roseanne asks, do they make Rob Schneider dolls? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. It's been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square horse. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Dave Holmes, and if you've been missing my show, International Waters, then you've been missing this. <laughs> if there's one thing I know about owls, yes. they well, are wise. Yes. Two things. They are wise. <laughs> yes. They love nightclubs. They, all, they wear tiny graduation motorboards, and they love nightclubs. <laughs> they also do the best double takes of all birds of prey. <laughs> and if you slow it down, they actually go, get it, get it, International Waters, a panel show where U.S. and U.K. comedians battle for pop culture supremacy. Subscribe right now on iTunes or at MaximumFun.org.